because the first the the lost episode that we were going to air next which we're probably not now but uh i let maxwell listen to it to see if he thought that it was funny at all am i wasting my time and he said that he thought it was real funny when we forgot that we were on the mic but i'm sorry what's up whoever's listening this is marshall squishy now sink on twitter and we are here with the alamo and i think this is welcome to the alamo yes sir it is and if you ever need to find me i am at Toroff on Twitter, so T-O-R-O-L-F. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I forget, because I always just look for Alamo. I'm like, yeah, you can. F- it's the Alamo. Just look up the Alamo, and then dude's like, Pat, whenever I had, I had Pat finally follow you, he was like, where? The Alamo? I mean, is it the Alamo? Is Yeah. <laughs> They're so yeah. fucking rude. Someone told me that. I was like, dude. He's like, I just said, just follow the Alamo. He's like, dude, there's so many. I'm like, oh, I forgot. My bad. I actually had to start paying attention to the at symbol thing. Right. Well, but I mean, yeah, man, it's, I've been squishing out, squishing out sync for so long. Oh, dude, I've been, I've, I've been using the Toroff because that was the name uh, somebody gave me uh, back when I was on Gaia, and I was like, I think I was twelve, and I was like, he's like, you like wolves? I'm like, yeah. You like lightning? I'm like, yeah. He's like, Toroff is means thunder wolf. I'm like, awesome, and I've never. Huh. That's cool. I use it, so I use it for everything. That's kind of cooler than Squishy Now Sync because somebody gave you that cool name. Squishy Squish was just the name of a character that I played in a vampire vampire role playing game, and he was yeah. a, he was a Nosferatu, and that was the type of vampire he was. So Squishy Nos, and then he kind of went incorporated, so it was Squishy Now Sync. Very very unique. I don't never have to worry about anybody taking it unless they're specifically trying to take it. Yeah, because for me, but I have a trademark now, so you have a trademark. <laughs> Yeah, I, I tried as soon as I decided to start doing podcasts and stuff. Um, Squishy uh-huh. Nos Inc. I went ahead and trademarked that. I almost trademarked nice. your parents' basement, which is what the podcast was called first. And then you found out, right? Then I found out there was already a your parents' basement. So, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't have it trademarked." Uh, that would have been funny. It's <laughs> uh, like yeah, that would have been uh, that would have sucked. Like ah, we have it, we've done it, and then it's like ah, oh, shit. It's okay. Always bet on geek is a way better name anyway. Oh, it's better than the first time I did a podcast. What did I do? I went into a name generator, and our my first podcast with my friend, I still have that. I have one episode of it. It's called The Electric Hooligans. Oh, Virtual Hooligans. The Virtual Yeah, you know, there was a couple of people uh, that suggested that I do that, just three random names and just... But, man, I, I just... I couldn't do it. I tried, and it was something like uh, Screaming Banshee something, and I was like, no. And then there was another one that said, uh, I don't remember, Random something people? I'm like, uh, uh. And then we were talking about your mother's basement and your father's basement and not your father's basement and not your parents' basement. and Boring shit that doesn't make a difference because <laughs> we put out the first, you know, we went to Jersey, and on our way back through, we stopped by Maxwell's house into the Falcon's Nest. And we recorded an episode, and we we plugged our podcast all <laughs> nice. Uh, your parents' basement, and then whenever it was it first came out, there was people like we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of traffic to our website and stuff. Uh, who are you guys? <laughs> huh. It's like oh, sorry, we'll change the name. My bad. Oh well. Hey, at least you learned. Yeah, and it became a funny story and. I just, at least, I just ordered my mic. Oh, cool. What'd you get? 
I got um, what is it called? I got a Wii, uh, a Xbox 360 USB mic. It's gonna be my first mic. I'm gonna put a shitload of stickers on it, but you know, go big or go home. That's cool. Yeah, that's the the first one that I had that I used. But then when I decided that I was kind of serious about this, I went ahead and bought this uh, blue mic. And I, I can't get the hang of getting up in the microphone, so I never even use my pop my pop guard filter thing, whatever. Just like I should probably stop playing with this mic while we're recording. Oh, I've been I've been used I've been singing in mics for so long that they they my my teachers used to make fun of me. He's like, it looks like you're about to swallow it. I'm like, yeah, that's offensive. Yeah, because I sang in choir for like years, so like I'd always be like right up on the mic. He's like, it looks like you're gonna swallow that mic. I've even heard them like on the ISO comics and stuff like that when they have guests. They tell them act like you're eating the mic, get up on it. So oh yeah, get real close to it. I guess that's what I should do, but I fidget way too damn much, man. I gotta have a foot or two between me and the mic. Oh me, I'm always chewing on something, so I'm like I always like. Like, I'm just starting to notice it. I'm like, I can't podcast and be eating. So, like, I'll have a thing of Cheetos, and you'll hear munch, 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 crunch. Yeah, I really hate that. Yeah, so do I. And I noticed that because my friend told me, he's like, dude, replay that last 10 seconds. And all you heard was, oh, man, it was so great. I saw this dude get pinched in the crunch, 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 and then crunch, crunch. He's like, yeah, jackass, all, all the best parts of the story were crunch, crunch. I'm like, oh, my bad. It's like I need to put my computer into sleep mode because it's extremely fucking loud. I guess I won't that won't that be in. bad? <laughs> no, because it's background sound. If it's a constant steady, if it's a constant steady sound, then the background, the noise, whatever it's called, noise reduction will take it out. Mm, yeah, I still gotta learn how to do that with this. Are you? No, you're not going to New Year's, are you? Man, I wish I could. If I had a job. I would be able to, but I can't. Uh, it's it's a catch twenty two because I'm not supposed to be looking for a job right now since I'm supposed to make sure the house is clean and presentable and make sure the dogs outside when the people come to look at our house and all this kind of stuff. But the problem with that is now I can't go and do anything because I don't have a job. Oh, that's rough. So me, I know this. I know the problem. It's, I have I have no money, so I save up all my monies. And then something will break, and then I'll have no more monies again. You know what? That happens. That's that's the way of life, man. That's a pain in the fucking... You know, I can't send it to you right now, but I'll send you a couple of links for some uh, mm-hmm. for some YouTube tutorials on Audacity. Oh, thank you, sir. It'd be greatly appreciated. Cause... Well, it's just... I mean, I haven't looked at all of it, but I just wanted to know the basics on how to edit, and then I would basically kind of teach myself from there. Well, so. see, I know how to use Pro Tools, but Audacity, we didn't have it at the school, so I have no clue how to use it. They just told us that if you wanted something to start with that you didn't want to spend like 800 bucks on or $500 on, Audacity is the perfect thing for you. I'm like, yeah! Well, but, yeah, I think just about every podcast that I listen to, they use Audacity. I, I agree. Maxwell uses it, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, Maxwell does. I believe he does. And then I don't know what Tell Him Steve Dave uses. I think they might use it too. Uh, I could ask Declan. I try to, to save up questions though because he, he followed me a few months ago. and uh, Nice. I, uh, it was right before we went to Jersey. You have good luck. 
see with the with the Skype we're like fuzzing in and out a little bit. That'll that'll be won't even be a problem. We'll we, we'll be doing that to each other a lot. It's okay. <laughs> Pro- probably, and I mean, me and Pat have known each other for twenty years, and me and him do it too. So it's you know I, I I'm sorry if I do it. Oh no, it's okay. Sometimes I may do it more often than others, and if it ever gets frustrating, believe me, it will not hurt my feelings if you let me know. Oh no, I'm just as loud as you are, so we'll we'll find a happy middle. But it's cute when you and Pat do it because it's like two brothers trying to talk to her, talk to their parents at the same time. <laughs> you never noticed that? It, it's really I never, cute. Never, never thought about. It. I don't want to be. I don't want it to be referred as as cute though. <laughs> oh, it's funny though. Like it's like two little kid, two little brothers, like trying to talk to their parent at the same time. So they'll be talking, and then they'll be talking, and then they'll both be talking, and then they'll all mush up, and then they'll go look at each other and go like, "Huh." Yeah, I hope that's part of the charm and not something that detours people. I find it funny. I like it. Nah. Yeah, something went went wrong with the RSS feed, and uh, the last episode that we just put out, it didn't download on anybody's devices because it was set to be. It was set. Uh, the date was December sixth, two thousand. Wait, y'all are on iTunes? Or you we're guys on, are just on, on Bordy? We're on Bad Bordy, but we're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Okay, because I've listened to you guys on Bordy. Oh, well, you can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher also. All right. You guys are on iTunes. That means I can work all day tomorrow and catch up. Because it's you guys, oh, Race cool. Wars, and Hotel No Tell. Hotel No Tell. And I, mean, there's, and I there's... will be done. Here in, in the next couple of days, I think we're going to we're gonna guest on Hotel No Tell. For her episode number two. Yeah, because I still have to listen to number one. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, my ne- I, my nephews, I, I had my nephews over this weekend. So they were like, what you up to, Unc? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to do this podcast thing. He's like, what's podcasting? I'm like, um, it's like a radio show that you do. So I got all of I got some of my nephews together and they were like little children and they were just talking and they got hammered. And they just started talking, which is the greatest thing ever is when you get people really drunk and just let them start talking. <laughs> how, old, how old are your nephews? 21, of course. Oh, okay. Well, you were, you were saying they were like a bunch of little kids, and I was like... Oh, little, I know little, they are a wait, bunch of little kids. The, but it was funny when they got hammered. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything... If, and if there's something that's in a conversation, because this is what Pat does. I did it one time, and it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Just make a noise or something, or just say it like you just did. Make sure to edit this or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> we were really... <laughs> I was really messed up, and I, I did like the boop. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they had just... Because they were both with me at the time, Stephanie and him. and Or he was on the phone, or but whatever. She... She looked at me like I was fucking crazy. I was like, "I'm sorry. It was. I was just trying to think of something to do." Uh, I know it's it's better than me, Matt. I I don't have a filter, so I usually tend to say the first thing I'm thinking. So you'll hear all the stories I tell. It doesn't really matter. the The only thing that could possibly happen is that cousin coming up, but she knows better because she doesn't want that told about her either. So I'm good. Okay. Hopefully. Because <laughs> I really don't, never want to hear the words like, 
I have I have a baby that has wings or something like that. Yeah, that's never good. But it would be interesting. I I had Archangel as a child. Just saying. Were Archangel's wings actually his wings though? I don't remember. God, I feel retarded. I should know this. No. Yeah, they were his wings originally, and then Animantium got put on it. Okay, they just got covered. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? And X-Men is my specialty, so I really should, like, lay off the stuff. <laughs> oh, no, I suck at X-Men. I'm really good at Iron Man, because I got, like, three or four volumes of it. But other than that, yeah, I kind of suck. Three or four volumes, what are they, uh, trades or something? No, 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 I mean, like, the issues. <laughs> like, I, I buy single issues. I can't do trades. Like, I like them. They're cool and all. But I can't buy them when it's when I want to collect. I buy each individual issue. So, like, first edition, second edition. I'm, I'm that kind of nerd. No, that's the way I am. I mean, I, I can't really afford to be. Because I collected a lot when I was younger. And up to about 2000, the end of 99, whenever Magneto ripped out Wolverine's bones, skeleton, the adamantium. Uh-huh. I think that was 2000. I quit. It was not because of that, but that was the time. That was what was going on when I quit collecting. And then the comic store that was here, uh, they're such dickheads and uh, just uh, arrogant pricks. (laughs) So I quit collecting, and I didn't even want to go to their store that bad. I'm like, you know what, fuck them. And that's when I got lost in drugs and stuff, and that's where all my money went. Thankfully, I found my way back from all that crazy shit, but... Uh, and they're still there. And that's the reason why when I was ready to start collecting comics again, I uh, I went there. And it's the same motherfuckers. The same two dudes that are fucking complete assholes that 10, 20 years ago were still there. I mean, it's like, wow, you look older, but you're the same fucking asshole that you were 20 years. I mean, uh, thankfully, I, saw, I heard on ISO Comics, Mike said, hey, give us a call. <laughs> we'll, we'll mail you your comics. Uh, no, because the, the, the shop that that's near my house, I used to work there, so I know how bad they can be. So I don't go there. Like, they're, they're cool guys, but if they know they can get you, like if they know you're, you're, you're green. Like my nephew, my nephew, he went with me once, and I let him go in by himself for a few minutes because I don't pay attention to what he does. And... They were gonna try to hustle him for shitty Green Lantern comics, and I was like, "Uh-uh, that that's cold blooded." I had so, never, I have never really experienced these kind of people though. Every comic store I've ever been to, I was like part of the clique. I was the one of the people who were there all the time, and they never acted like that. God, man. Sorry, it brings up bad bad memories. Oh no, I understand, but my nephew's not a comic book person. I am, so I'm like. If you try to fuck me, I will be me and show you why you shouldn't. But I was like, I'm like, it's cool if you want to mess with me. Don't mess with him. He's dumb as a rock. Right. So I was like, all right. And then I just started collecting at um, cons. So I went to C2E2 and I'll drop a hundred bucks, maybe if that, and I'll get like a volume and a half. Okay. When you say a volume, how many comics is a volume? Um, depends. Sometimes is that like a, that like a whole a whole run? Yeah, that's a whole run. So it'd be oh, like okay, okay. some of them are thirty six, some of them are fifty six, some of them are eighty or ninety. Okay. 
Yeah, because like there's been there's four volumes of Silver Surfer right now, and the first one had like eighty or seventy issues. The second second volume had one issue in it. The third series got over a hundred. I'm not sure. And now they just restarted the other one, and they're on like twenty, I think. At the at the local con we have here, it sucks. But I got to meet Ethan Van Siever, the guy who did a uh, Green Lantern Rebirth, and and brought Hal, Hal Jordan back. Yeah, it was cool. I got to I I brought Pat's hardcover Rebirth to him and had it had him signed, and he drew a sketch in it for me for Pat. And he he signed all all the X Men comics that he had did and some other stuff because I'm not a DC guy, and it kind of disappointed him. And it it uh I could see it on his face that because I wasn't a fan of his from Green Lantern. That's what he's most known for, and we've been we mm-hmm. talked on Twitter. He follows me on Twitter too, and we've been talking back and forth. And he looked genuinely disappointed that I did not. That you're was, not a Green Lantern. It really kind of yeah, it kind of killed the whole conversation. It made me clam up. I felt I felt nervous after that for some reason. Uh, I mean, I bought yeah. the biggest little print that he had on the table and stuff, but I mean, oh, but I, I got to sorry, I got to. Huh? No problem. The Silver Surfer number one from volume Ooh. one. It's a, like a $1,200 comic and it's ragged out. It might be in like two, 2.5 or 3.0. But you have it. All right. And I got it for 50 bucks. So now I have four generations of Silver Surfer number one. Ooh. But no, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm worse than that. Cause there's only two, when I go to a con, if it ain't free, I don't get it. And the only two things I go there to look for if it's a Joker comic, I'm gonna buy it. it, it even if it's a one shot, because he's funny. Like t- that's my kind of personality. But it's if it's not a Joker comic or an Iron Man comic, I don't get it. So my nephews go with me to the cons and they'll show me every new Fifty Two that's out. And I'm like Suicide Squad. I used to pick up Harley. I used to pick up like religiously because they they have Joker references and stuff like that in there. But other than that, I'm like, eh. I did Red Lantern for a little bit because my nephew would read them. Okay, what's uh, what are the Red Lanterns? Is that Red a- Lantern? That's Rage. Rage. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because I mean, I had the. Whenever I met the guy, I got the one out of ten. Which after I bought it and I thought about it, because I was looking to see what I wanted to buy. He said, I don't. I won't charge you for signing the comics, but if you would buy something, that would be cool. I was like, yeah. So I bought the biggest print. It was like eighty bucks. And it have, has all of them, like Hal Jordan and John Stewart and the other one, the White Lantern. The White Lantern is John Stewart. Um, yeah. The the other one, the third one that's oh, famous. Oh, uh, Guy Gardner or Guy Gardner, uh, Guy Gardner or, also, but the other one. And the, or Kyle Rayner, the rookie. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Rayner, right? It had all of them coming out of the front and all the Green Lanterns around them, and then. Uh, on either side, it had more colors and all the rest of those lanterns. It was like a almost maybe two foot long picture and it was like a it's it's really nice and he signed it and he was like look if you get it now it's one out of ten i'm like awesome yeah and i was like shit one out of ten but then i'm thinking they're prints what about the other nine well the other nine it means that the next person can buy number two and number three so number one is like the 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 rarest one because it's number one right but what what the fuck is just to stop (laughs) stop the man from pulling another print up because they're just prints <laughs> and he just wrote his name on it and one slash 10 on it i mean hmm. he, i mean if he would have put like mid-south con one slash 10 or something like that you know if he would have dated Make it, it important yeah i'm just like 
what the fuck? He probably got me like he got everybody else. That uh, kind of shafted on that one. It's okay. He was really nice. I have no, uh, no reason to really think that he would do that, other than I'm just a paranoid freak. Yeah, paranoia and small doses is good. Paranoia when you think you know, like the government's after you. Yeah, could be bad. If the government was after me, I wouldn't stand a chance. So I'm not worried about that. The government could be after me, but I pay my taxes, so I, sh- I should be pretty good. Don't you hate that? <laughs> um, y- yes and no. I mean, no, because I'm not worried about anybody right now. And hopefully, if somebody is after me, I never see it coming and I don't feel anything. And then that will be edited out, too. <laughs> yeah, for... for for some reason, I started rambling on instead of j- jumping to the 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 funniest story that I have heard of yours so far. Oh, <laughs> and which would be? <laughs> um, I believe it would be when you almost killed your girlfriend because oh, she she yeah. has an eggplant allergy, and you happened to be so drunk that you fucked a pumpkin multiple times, and then didn't yeah, wash off a- before you fucked her. No, why would I wash it off? <laughs> I have no, I have no answer for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that oh, that's that's usually the story I usually never tell either. That that's the one I threw out because it was Halloween. But oh, I was fixing to say, yeah, that's uh, you put it on on the the Falcon's Nest, man. That's, yeah, that's where I heard. Just about wait, it. just wait, just wait until Christmas. That's the next one. I think uh, Maxwell even mentioned it on one of the Maxwell's house. Something about you fucking. Oh yeah, you're the one. You're, you're the one who told me about it because I missed that episode. And he's like, yeah, he brought it. It might have actually been the 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 episode that I was on. because uh, because you said he mentioned it. He's like, yeah, what's up with that dude who fucked a pumpkin? I'm like, I should be able to defend myself because there's a real logical explanation to why I fucked a pumpkin. Not many people can say that. I mean, I, I heard this story. It's logical if you're so sloppy drunk and horny, it's not even funny. But, yeah, I mean, I could. No, I can't see it, man. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Try I've never, it. I've never, I've never been that drunk. Well, I don't have to anymore. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> the worst thing that I ever did was when I first, first started masturbating when I was really small. Well, really small, uh, 10 or 11 or whatever, however old I was, maybe nine. I have no idea how old I was. Um, but for some reason I thought it would be a good idea to put my dick inside of a three liter bottle. Yep. But then, but then when I got hard, um, way stuck, like, (laughs) like the tip and the end of it was like, (laughs) blue and it was in swelled bigger than the three liter i mean it was like because of the blood i don't know i don't know biology but it was like it swelled bigger and turned blue and i had to i almost had to get my mom in there but i i I cut it with some what uh, they were uh sheet metal snips oh hell no i was real careful and but it hurt so bad and I was so embarrassed, I wasn't even going to do that. So I got it off, but it was, because uh, I thought, you know, three little bottles, 
you know, pretty big round. I figured for sure that that. No, man, I so mis misjudged some some stuff there. That that's a math right there. But he, what? Yeah. Who, I, I remember there was a question just asked about who fucks a pumpkin. Who fucks a three-liter soda? I didn't even thrust, thrust at all. I mean, it wasn't a fuck either. That no, that's you got fucked did, and got stuck. Yeah, it didn't even get. It didn't even make sense at all to even try to do that. Please tell me this was like thirteen. Like, no, it was when I first started masturbating. Oh, so it'd be like so, nine. Well, I mean, I wasn't even masturbating. I was just because I didn't know what that was. Until much, much later, like years later. Uh, yeah, no, I learned. I learned at like eight. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't come for the first time until I was like sixteen. Ah. Uh, Other than lucky. like wet, wet dreams, stuff like that. Yeah, see, you're lucky. Is that lucky? Yes. Started masturbating at eight. Started coming at nine. But it felt great. Problem yeah. is, when you're when you're that small and you learn something that feels good, you don't stop doing it. That's true. So you would be like me when I was nine years old. I went to a Walgreens with my mother, with my mother, mind you, and she went to go get some medicine or something. And I went to the uh, to the what is it the mail racks to look at some uh, tips and tricks the the comic the magazine. And I saw a big, big magazine of Ebony, like Sluts or something, or what was it, or um, Hustler, I think it was. And I saw huge tits, and I was like, yes. So I p- grabbed the magazine, put my ha- my other hand in my pants, and I'm walking down an aisle. How oh, nice. Yeah, I know. It gets better. It gets so much better and so much worse. So... I'm enjoying the day, and I'm not doing it like, you know, like, you should be ashamed of yourself, like, you should be, like, doing it quick to get it over with. I am just, you know, just stroking and enjoying it while I'm walking down an aisle, and I see someone from the little mirror up top, <laughs> like, the, the the mirror they put on the side so they can see if you're stealing or not. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, I was like, shit. So I... I was like, I put my hand away, I threw the magazine in one of the other aisles, and I started walking around, and then, like, ten minutes later, someone kept watching me, like, they kept following me everywhere, so I'm like, it's a stranger, you gotta find mom, find mom, I'm like, I went straight to my mom, and, like, it was one of the workers, and they showed, he's like, yeah, I don't think he should be looking at this, should he, and I was like, fucking snitch, (laughs) and then I got an ass whooping of biblical proportions, (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. And then the the threat of you're going to have the sex talk again. I'm like, no, anything but that. Because when they gave it to me, they were drunk. (laughs) Very drunk. I'm kind of regretting telling that story now. Why? Because it's a story that I haven't told my wife yet now that I'm thinking about it. And Uh, really, now that I'm thinking about it, she's heard much worse. So why would she even care? (laughs) Okay, never mind. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm really blazed, man. I'm fucking high as this shit. Uh, no problem, man. The thing is that we have to quit because I can't afford it because I don't have a job. So if I can just get past the like, what is it? They say six weeks, and you get your your body gets used to the new <laughs> to being dry. 
right? The new uh, routine, any kind of routine, whether it be exercise or diets or whatever. <coughs> it's the six weeks that your body's supposed to supposedly reprograms itself into a a new routine or whatever. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I went I went forty days dry, and oh, it, it was not fun, not fun at all, not fun at all. I, I, I follow so many people. I don't even look at my live feed anymore. If uh, I will sometimes, I'll scroll through the live the the live tweet thing. But because I'm on my phone, I don't start refreshed. I'm always back where I left off. So I'm very often a day day and a half behind. So I never catch any live anything, except for uh, our always bet on geek account. We're only following like, like three hundred people or something, four hundred people maybe. So I can look through those and people retweet stuff. The we the retweets. I just got that today when I when I sent when I did my uh my breakfast nachos. Do what about breakfast nachos? Yeah, when I when I said I wanted to make breakfast nachos for everybody. I think I chimed in on that one. I think you did. I didn't. I haven't checked. I know I got like six people on it, and I was like, "Wow, I'm famous." <laughs> yeah, it's weird what people uh, jump on. You would think, "Man, this is cool. People are gonna love the shit out of this," and then nobody comments or favorites it, and you're like, "Huh?" And then you just say something random, and then people are like, "Hey!" I didn't even think. I was like, I just sent it to everybody as a good morning. I was like, "All right, people, morning." Why are all the thirteen percenters so pretty? It 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 makes me feel so wrong. Not. Nah. That made me laugh. Ah. I'm completely single, so I can say this without feeling guilt at all. So, I guess since I'm still thinking about it, because we didn't tell the story, how did you actually manage to fuck a pumpkin? Um, what had happened was, um, my girlfriend of two years and some change, we were, she was going for a college visit. I was at home for the ho- for the Halloween weekend, and. She told me that, hey, babe, I should be back. I won't be back until later after Halloween, like the next day. I'm like, all right, cool, babe. You do. You have fun. And so I got laid the day before, like once. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's go again. She's like, oh, no, I got to go. And I'm like, no. And like I was spoiled because, you know, two years into a relationship, you used to having sex more than just once. I'm like, no. But I'm like, okay. I can I can be cool. We'll be fine. Like, we're cool. Just just be be strong, be strong. So she leaves for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I have no impulse control at all. So for Halloween, I didn't go trick or treating. I just stood home and had a few beers and some more beers and some more beers and some shots. <laughs> and this is where the story gets bad. Because then she starts being herself and starts sending me all the pictures every person in a relationship likes they're not nudes but you know those halfway pictures right. so ah uh, so what happens is you know what she wants to be an asshole fuck it and i get really drunk really drunk really like obnoxiously disgusting drunk so by this point of the story i need to step back and put a little like memento in before the beginning of this day i made pumpkin carvings with my three-year-old niece and Gabe is four years older, so seven-year-old nephew. So uh, 
they they make uh, little pumpkin carvings and everything. They all look cute, like they're little kittens, and the other one's like G.I. Joe wannabe. And we put a hole in the back to put the candle through so you don't have to jack up the front to grab the candle. Right. So I put them in front, and <laughs> uh, I put them in front, and I get really drunk, real drunk. And I start, I was thinking, I'm like, man, I really want to fuck something without cheating. So I look at this pumpkin, like a 10-pound 11 pound pumpkin and I was like and I'm like I'm like ah who would do something like that a few shots more and I'm like mm, maybe a few shots more and I'm like I'm gonna fuck this pumpkin I, I gotta fuck this pumpkin cause I earlier I figured out like pumpkin insides feel like a vagina so I was like I, I may, maybe it feels like a vagina uh, so I get the bright idea to try it and the first time I tried it, it's cold so I was like I get a lighter light it up and I'm like and I fucked this pumpkin once. <laughs> and did, then did I was like, that was, yeah, I got a lighter to heat it up. How'd you, okay. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It gets worse before it gets better. I needed to warm it up. So I was like, so I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me try this. So I was like, so I, I did it a few more times until it, you know, got to the right temperature. So I fucked it once and then twice and then a few more times until fucking it was no longer entertaining. So a few more times. So I'm, I get a phone call in mid stroke and she's like, oh, babe, I'm going to be home soon. I'm like, I thought you wouldn't be here until tomorrow. She's like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, we we will come home early tonight and then we'll go again tomorrow to to the other college because it's like only like two hours from home you can come with me i'm like yeah cool so i put i put the you know the evidence outside in front put the candle back in no one will ever notice she gets in about 10 or 11 and i'm like it's on and we bang next morning you know how most people like when you first start dating that there's those those things that people will tell you that you should remember but you don't (laughs) like favorite color Favorite food. Allergies. Allergies. Exactly. (laughs) So I forgot she had like a squash allergy. So that also includes pumpkins or like the pumpkin-y whatevers. Uh, Next day, my my girlfriend at the time was as brown as me. It was as red as a chili pepper. (laughs) Yeah. I called her fire crotch and it was funny for about five seconds. And she's like, babe, it really burns and it itches. And I'm like, what do you want us to do? She's like, she's like, did you give me something? I'm like, no, 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 no. And she's like, well, then she's like, I, this is driving me nuts. I'm like, she's like, well, I'm like, let's go to the doctor. Maybe you have an allergic reaction to something. So I had to take her into the, t- I took her to the doctor's office and I, I didn't even ask her how she explained it to them. And we went in. She's the doctor asked. She's like, "Yeah, that's really red and inflamed." She's like, "Did you do anything different?" I'm like, "Nope, nothing different. Still the same." I'm like, "He's like, have you guys had sex with anyone else other than each other?" And I looked at her. Have you? She's like, "No." I'm like, "Just making sure, making sure." <laughs> He's like, "Well, do you have any allergies?" She's like, "The only thing I'm allergic to is like squash and like pumpkins and stuff like that." Like, I'm like, "Oh, fuck." He's like, well, maybe I'm like, maybe it's some your soap or something. I'm like, yeah, babe, you, I change my soaps every week because I'm cheap. So maybe it's like that dollar store soap I bought. 
or because your boyfriend cheated on you with a pumpkin could have been the other thing but you know we, you'll never know that so she never found out and she probably never will hopefully hope to god <laughs> wow yeah nothing wrong with pumpkin, fucking pumpkins though uh if you say so <laughs> what's the worst that can happen um i don't know it's not like she can sue oh well what's the worst thing that could happen if she heard i thought that was the worst thing that she could have like that could happen yeah i'm good she's an ex i'm good <laughs> oh right 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 yeah so i'm good but all in all that's not the worst story i have good lord man Hey, and that's only a Halloween one. There's other holidays. Yeah. Most of my funny stories, for the most part, well, no. More of the, a lot of the funnier stories, I should say, are, uh, for me being very young, uh, late teens, early 20s, running around in the very wrong parts of town, thinking that I was a black man and get in trouble ensued mm. it's kind of like a, a funny uh funny weird comic book for me when i was younger i think the worst oh god the worst thing that happened to me was when i went to a party with my stoner friends and i hate i hate them till this day about this but don't they didn't they don't know the entire story we went to a party at this girl um you can probably beat this, bleep this girl's name out, but her name was Biggest Stoner in school. And my friends invited me to go with them because he's like, Alamo, you like to drink? I'm like, I love to drink. Let's go. So we went to this party, and I got in, and I saw kegs. And I was like, oh, yay, keg stands. And I'm about 300 pounds. I know I'm two-something then, so I was like, I can do this for hours. So I got really drunk, disgustingly drunk like sinfully drunk actually and i meet this girl she's skinnier than me broad shoulders ish but she's really nice keeps flirting with me on and off and i'm like yeah she's kind of cool she's like you don't smoke i'm like nah that's not my thing i'm a drinker she's like oh you want to drink you want to take some shots with me i'm like oh god pretty yeah so pretty girl i remember the story now i think yeah so i was like pretty girl offers me shots where's the little skimpy short skimpy little uh what are they called like skirts yeah i'm gonna get some so we drink and we drink and we drink and i get wrecked to the point where my filter that i don't really have as you've noticed is gone so i asked the the head girl at the party i'm like i'm like i want to go get some i'm like are any of the rooms open and the and the girl looks at me she's like yeah he's gonna get it didn't know what that meant till i got there but she's like, yeah, go upstairs, farthest room on the right. I'm like, all right, baby, let's go. She's like, all right. We go upstairs. Things get hot and heavy. I get blindfolded and my hands get tied to the boards. And I'm like, all right, kinky. Every high school kid loves kinky. It's don't matter. Even if they deny it, they love it. They don't have to be high school kids. Some uh, old-ass dudes like Kinky, too, so that's all good. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm I'm so excited. Like, I'm so excited. I would excited. never let a stranger tie oh. me up, though. Uh, yeah, I've I've learned from this from this story. This is from this story. <laughs> I've learned. 
Because what happens next tends to be that way. Because <laughs> I hear an unzip. I'm like, oh, she's taking off her skirt. I'm like, sweet. And then something hits me in the face that I know what it is. I didn't think I knew what it was. And then it felt on my face. And I was like, oh, my God, I know what this is. I went from I went to drunk as fuck to sober like a jaybird in about five seconds because I had about 10 inches on my face. <coughs> Holy shit. <coughs> yeah. She was, she was, she was packing a hammer and I sobered up <laughs> quick. <laughs> quick. That's, oh God. That's not even funny. That is so horrible, man. I am so oh, sorry. Dude. No. Cause it's get, it gets better before it gets worse. Cause I know where she wants to put it. It ain't going. I like, I start struggling and shit and start moving. And she's like, she's like, I told you you were going to get it. I'm like, no, no. I get one of my hands loose and I go, and I went, how do can just write? Like I rang that bell just right in the nuts. Ding. She fall. Well, it falls. Cause I'm not gender specific. It falls on the floor. I take the other sock off. I take my, whatever this was on my face off and I run straight down the stairs and I go back to my friends and I am sober. I stopped drinking. I don't need to drink anymore. I don't want to drink anymore. I've been violated. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It, it gets worse before it gets better. It comes down the stairs crying and hollering like that. I said it was ugly and I wouldn't sleep with it. And the girl who runs the party was like, oh, you need to apologize. I'm like, ain't no way in hell that's going to happen. Girl dropped her dick on my face. <laughs> I didn't want to. Well, I wasn't going to say that. She's lucky I, said I didn't that. beat her to death. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But no, my friends are with me, and my friends don't know that part of the story. They just saw me with an ugly girl go up the stairs. Man, they don't know that. I would not even give a fuck. I would tell the whole fucking <laughs> world if that shit happened. I don't care if it made me look bad or not. I'd be like, oh, no, don't you that... take that bitch aside. That bitch got a dick bigger than my arm, and she put it on my face. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, dude, that that that's the dick of nightmares. That that was a hammer. That was Thor's hammer on my face. Oh, but you had Milner dropped on your face. I know, and it haunts me till this day. I can't look at Thor's hammer the same. <laughs> Thor, the movie is a very different for me than it is for everybody else. Yeah, that's kind of strange. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, but it gets worse before it gets better, my friend. Cause, so she tells me to apologize. Before, she's like, that or I got to go. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no way I'm going to apologize. Call it call it the victim of circumstance. If you don't, uh-uh. I start trying to walk out the front door. And you know when cops are trying to stop a party, they sneak, they 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 creep in with their cars and they start walking towards the door. So if you try to run, they'll stop you before you get a chance to bolt. Right. Yeah, I saw cop cars and I walked to the other end of the house and I see my two friends and I'm like five zero and they looked at me and they're st- they're as high as giraffe pussy. They're as gone like a kite. They're they're flying right now. And I told them like five. Oh, he's like, what? Five fucking, oh, pigs in a blanket. We gots to go. And he's like, holy shit. He's like, let's bolt. <laughs> do you do you rap to your My, friends normally? Huh? Huh? Do you rap to your friends normally? Yeah. I'm like, 
we got to go. <laughs> they wouldn't understand because they were so fucking high. I had to tell them. I'm like, pigs in a blanket. We got to go. And he's like, oh, shit, let's go. So we're running to the back, like to, to the back fence. And we were like, fuck, 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 let's go. And it's a short fence. So it should be real easy. Mind you, I'm 200 and something pounds. So I don't have aerodynamics like my one friend who is 6'7", and my other friend who is 6'4". <laughs> they hop this fence like it's nothing. My chubby little ass gets stuck in the middle of the fence. <laughs> like, I jump a little halfway over, and I get caught, and they had to help me off. He's, they were like, God, dude, you need to lose some weight. I'm like, fuck it, let's run. <laughs> so we run and keep running, and the cops, you hear the cops get into the party, because you hear everyone start screaming like, it's the cops, Run! we run into the fields behind her house and we go like we don't stop running because we know they'll check the field soon so we go we run for like a mile or two and my chubby ass is like just leave me just just leave me i'll die here let him take me he's like dude you're the one who drive you're the one who drove fuck it we're taking you <laughs> so we, we we walked for a few more miles and we waited for like an hour and they were like yeah, dude. He's like, it should be gone right now. Like, they should be gone. He's like, we'll just walk around the subdivision and we'll go to our car. I'm like, all right. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. And I'm still sobering up. But yeah, after a dick to the face, I was a little sober. So I'm like, all right, we 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 walk back. And <laughs> yeah, that's if you ever wanna you ever wanna quick quickly sober somebody else, just put your dick on their face. It's it, it's like that. Like like a shot of adrenaline. It's done. But uh. <laughs> We, so we walk back into the neighborhood. We walk back, and I see my car. I see the Batmobile, and I'm like, all right, brothers, we can, we're there. We're almost there. We, we can see it. I forgot we parked right in front of her house, and there's a paddy wagon in front of her house <laughs> bringing everyone in. So when we get to my car, we're, my friends jump in the car. I jump in the car, and the, the cops see us, and they thought we were we got away from the party, and they were like, He's like, oh, do, do you guys know anybody here? I'm like, no, sir. We 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 just came from the park. He's like, what were you guys doing at the park this late at night? I'm like, oh no, I, I lost my dog. I'm like, have you seen him? He's he's a little Scottish terrier. What's his name? Nichols. <laughs> Is his name Nichols? No, it's just, I lied. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell the cop the truth. <laughs> I was like. I'm like, have you seen him? He's like, no, but I'll put I'll put a APB on it. He's like, yeah, he he's a little bit of a biter. So I'm like, we called animal control. So if anyone's seen him, just call us directly. But he's like, all right. And we're all like, we got away. It's great. Like everyone's getting into the car. You remember that it I saw earlier? Oh, uh, you should have sucked that dick, man. Because all you heard was that chubby motherfucker and those two sons of bitches were at the party too. Why ain't they getting arrested? Why ain't they getting arrested? And we went and we said fuck it. We drove off. <laughs> My friends looked at me. He's like, dude, who is that dude? I'm like, I don't know, man. Some fucking psycho. He's like, he's like, all right, whatever. Just don't be a dick. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't tell. Don't ever call me that again. Don't be a dick. That's hurtful, man. Uh, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. <laughs> yeah, I've never had any experience like that. You know, you don't want to. No one wants to. No one should ever want to. Y yeah. Yeah. It'll haunt your dreams. 
the one time I did get locked up, I worried about that, but <laughs> I was only in for like 14 hours. Oh, I was drinking with her for a long time, and ugh, ugh, ugh. you've seen Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you remember when everyone finds out that it's that it's a man? Oh, right, the plunger and the the brush and the yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to do any of those reactions. I did that when I got home. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't in your mouth. Although you did kiss her a lot, I guess. So let it go, let it go. <laughs> it happened. It was in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be Elsa, man. Be Elsa. <laughs> oh God, I just said that. Sorry. It's a problem okay. of uh, having a three-year-old. <laughs> no, man, I thought for sure I was gonna get raped. I was so scared. Yeah, but you're pretty tall. How are you going to get raped? Okay. So we were all, this was before I met my wife. So this was more than 12 years ago. This was 16, 17 years ago. I was in my mid, early 20s. Must have been my early 20s. Um, We were all really messed up. We're all coming down off of a acid trip. And one of our friends says, I want beignets. Do you want some beignets? Pat was like, Sure, beignets. Okay. And then another friend of ours who was underage at the time, he was 17. He was like, beignets, sure. I'm like, I, I got the car. You got the gas money? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Where's uh, beignets? There's like, there's only one place that I know of that sells beignets. And it's the so-and-so cafe. I'm like, cool. I never heard of it. Where is it? She said it's on Bourbon Street. I said, Bourbon Street. New Orleans? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I was like, uh, okay, sure. I, I, what, why the fuck not? So we drove and we, we had like a half ounce or something like that of weed. We smoked the whole way down, joked, laughed, had a good time. We weren't tripping anymore, but we were really, really high. Uh, the, the person who suggested we go, she didn't smoke. And Pat, uh, I don't think he smoked either. It was just me and the other, the underage kid. Which, he, he might be 30 by now. Fuck, I, I don't even know. <laughs> how. Any, I don't know the difference in the age. He was a few years younger than me. But, uh, we went there, parked, paid for the parking, stayed there three, four, five hours. Uh, it started raining, so, you know, like 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. We start driving. And... This is a new car that I have. Well, it was used, but it was it's new to me. So I'm driving, and I'm going like 100 miles an hour because I'm trying to get the fuck back. That's pretty quick. And it's like 95, 100, something like that. And the county right past New Orleans is called Pike County. Uh-huh. Pike County, Mississippi. And that's where I passed two cop cars. They had pulled over another car, and they were going through the the guy's car. So when I went 100, they were right over the top of a hill. So I went over them, went over the hill, and I kept going. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I mean, I can't slow down. So I just kept going at 100 miles an hour. I didn't give a fuck. Oh, dude. And I'm like, you know, and it, I'm the only one on the street. So it's not like there's any possible way that I'm going to get away. I guess I could have pulled over and tried to hide, but it wasn't that crucial to me. So I see him over the hill, the lights are on, and he's coming. I'm like, oh, shit. So 
me and my buddy, we both have a quarter. It's like a half ounce. We collect all of the weed. We, uh, instead of throwing it out like I thought we should have, he put it in a Crown Royal bag and threw it. He pulled the seat back and threw it in the trunk. What? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I told him don't throw it out because I've been pulled over by cops plenty of times, even drug sniffing dogs. And I've never given them probable cause. I would always, every time I've been, I've never been pulled over and not had weed and I've never been arrested or anything. I mean, that's changed now since, you know, I don't ride around with it and I'm, I'm quitting now. It's really sad. But after this weekend, which has already passed, so I guess after tonight, I'm going to be sober and I'm going to be a, a pissy-ass motherfucker. Okay, so I always like to get out of the car and meet the cop halfway. Mm-hmm. I've never had a cop freak out and pull a gun on me or anything, which is what I'm thinking might happen now, so I don't do it nowadays. But I don't get pulled over because I drive like an old man. <clears throat> but I got out, and he uh, he met me. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, what's up? He's like, uh, you were going pretty fast. I was like, yeah, we're real tired. I'm trying to get home. He's like, well, where's where's home? I said, you know, we're, we're I'm in Memphis, and he's like, well, where are you coming from? I said, New Orleans. And I told him what was going on that we drove to New Orleans for beignets. <clears throat> okay, he looked at me like I was I, I had one eye on my forehead as well. I mean, he looked at me so weirdly. Yeah, because who, who because knows? that's strange. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. It, it didn't occur to me because that's what really happened. So it didn't even occur to me how it really sounded because I was just telling him what was going on. That wasn't even the part of the story where I was going to try to start bullshitting him, you know. But he he got caught on that. <clears throat> he's, he's like, okay, so what are you doing? You uh, you got any drugs, any alcohol, uh, anything like that, any illegal substances, any weapons? And he was like, no, man, no, we're just driving home. And he said... Uh, You've been smoking tonight? And I'm like, no, sir. Really? I mean, everything's cool. And I look back at the car. And this is when I realize. When you roll down all your windows in your car to let the smoke out, if you're going 100 miles an hour, the smoke doesn't go anywhere. So it sticks to the car. (laughs) So I look back at the car when I say, no, sir. And there's just smoke billowing out of the windows. I mean, just... And I look, I, I like smirk and I'm laughing and I'm thinking to myself, okay. And this is when I noticed that it's a fucking, uh, it's a canine unit. Cause I see the dog running back and forth in the, the back of the car. I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to tell you this now. You have the right to say no. It is your right. But, uh, is it okay if I search your vehicle? And I was like, well, dude, it's like three 30 in the morning. I'm going to say no. Cause I want to go home. And then. And he said, okay, okay, well, right now I want everybody to step out of the vehicle and shut your doors. So then he pulled out a little Labrador and the door, he tried to scratch at every single crevice he could get in. At one point, I look at my friend Pat that I do the podcast with. I'm like, I think I can make it, man. I'm going to run off into the woods. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, no, man, I think I, but I don't know where the fuck I'm at. Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> you were stoned. Yeah, it was. And I've never thought about running from the cops ever. I never do that. When the cops come, I just, you know, if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. But I'm not running. Fuck all that. But, uh, <clears throat> so they searched the car. They pulled the dashboard apart. They 
I mean, they went through my car and he was disappointed that all he found was a half ounce. But then this is when I realized I could have just, I thought if I could have just thrown that out, I would have been good. But the dude who was with me, who was rolling the joints, he was breaking up all the weed, the stems and the seeds and throwing it all on the floorboard. And then in the little ashtrays on either side, that was big ass roaches. Because we had smoked like 10 joints on the way, you know, there and almost to where we were. So there was roaches everywhere. So throwing it out wouldn't have made a difference. No, you were busted no matter what. But so I took credit for it all because it didn't occur to me until I was talking to the cop that the dude that was with me was 17 and I would be contributing to the delinquency on top of it. So I just said it was all mine. Um, I looked embarrassed. I, I, you know, I made a fool out of myself. I did it on purpose, right? And they let they let my friend Pat and the and my other the the girl who suggested us they let them leave and Pat drive the car. They he let them go, and he took me to Pike County Jail, where I was there so early I was like in a holding cell. There was a whole lot of people there. Uh, I was by the toilet in a corner. And then they let a dude in after me. They called him Chicken Black. He was a frequenter because everybody knew him. But he had the craziest accent. He was drunk. But he had the craziest accent between like like ghetto and Cajun. So he was a ghetto Creole? It was really because... And I do exaggerate on stories sometimes. But there's no exaggeration. He kicked and punched and kicked and punched the door. Until a Mexican that was in there got up and knocked him out. But all he was saying was, he was banging on, motherfucker. And the dude eventually just got up and was like, shut up. And he was like, fuck you, motherfucker. And then the next thing you know, you hear bang, boom, boom, and the dude's laid out. I mean, I was like, you couldn't see shit. It was, it was crazy. But then... They took me out of the cell. They processed me in and everything. And he said that he was disappointed. If I would have just told him I had what I had, he would have just taken it and sent me on my way. But he thought that there wouldn't be no fucking way in hell that somebody would just go to New Orleans for a beignet. So he thought that I was hiding something big. And that's why he took my car apart. And then he showed me a newspaper article. You know those cafeteria tables? Those big, long, huge... It had him standing in front of a table that had nothing but Coke and uh, weed oh. bricks on it. And he said, this is what we got last month coming out of New Orleans. Damn. And that's what I said. I was like, whoa. I was like, no, nah, I, I just like smoking weed, man. I, I don't. Oh, and that I'm ain't not, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, no. Uh-uh. And he laughed. And, and I think they were trying the scare, scared straight because I played an innocent, goofy dude. So, which I, I pretty much am. I'm not a hardened criminal or any crazy shit, but uh, they put me in the D block. D block, as I realized, was all like uh, sexual deviants and rapists. and It was some crazy shit because I got put in there. There was five cells on the top, five cells on the bottom, and two staircases on either side to get upstairs. It wasn't that big. I think the house that I'm living in now is actually wider than that little block. And there was like three tables that had like maybe cafeteria tables or something because they had the built-in seats for everybody to eat. Uh, There was a couple of uh, um, board games and there was two telephones and a TV. 
and it was all in this one block. The cells closed, and then that room was like the main room, and then there was the door where they fed us and all that kind of stuff. My, And there was two persons in each room. There was the cot that was built into the wall, and then there was a little cot that you had people in there. And there was no room to even walk between the two cots. Um. My... <laughs> My cellmate was name was Leroy Brown. He was completely white and he was under six four. No, he huh? was complete. He was completely African and completely tatted up and completely very very much twice the size of me easily. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, what's up? You know, what's what's going on, man? I <clears throat> I won't be in here long, man. Don't worry about it. I'll uh, I'll stay out of your way. You know. Um, I'm just pissed off and then I played the pissed off role on some bullshit and they asked me what I did and I said I, I was getting a, I was getting a what I said a quarter pound something like that I, I bullshitted you know because I've, I've LARPed and I've done the acting thing and the role playing thing so I kind of took on a different role and I thought about it that way to keep me from looking like a nervous uh, target to, to make you look like something that they can snack on right and there was one other white dude in there and he was shorter and he was built like a bulldog, like Chris Benoit. Dude was oh. so veiny and so anyway, he, he was nice. He came up to me. He was like, what's up? You know, he was from Michigan or something like that. And he said, yeah, man, uh, if you're getting out of here before dark, you need to go on and do that, man. It, Cause I heard you talking and they said, and that, that'd be the best thing, man. You know, cause there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens here. I, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like what, what's going on? What are you talking about? He was like, well, man, I mean, I'm just saying that there's a lot of, how do I put it? Homosexuals in here. Oh. And I, I kind of laughed and I was like, and he was like, it's not, I'm not joking with you. And I looked at him again and then his face went stone cold blank. Oh, and, was like, no. and he was like, dude, look. And he nodded a couple times and he's like, I'm serious. <laughs> you need to get out of here. If, if you can, I'm telling you. And the look on his face, how he went from cool and then went stone cold like that. I was like, Oh God, I need to get the fuck out of here. So I went straight to the phone. I started calling Pat. Uh, Pat, they had made it home, but the banks weren't open. Uh, our other roommate, Ryan, he was a he was a grip on the movie Castaway. Mm-hmm. Castaway was filming in Memphis, so he actually had money at the time. So, but we couldn't get his money until the banks opened. So they were napping until they could drive back to come and get me. Pat to this day still has the answering machine recording cassette tape thing of me he said he's never in his life heard me this scared i'm like guys uh, um i'm serious y'all come come and get me now are y'all <laughs> home please look and then there's another message of me sounding a little more frantic guys i'm not hearing from you please tell me you made it home dear lord dear lord i'm not getting raped here i'm telling and then there was like there was like four four or five messages and the fifth one i'm like i promise you if I get raped in this motherfucker, I'm gonna fucking hurt you, people. Uh, and it, it was it was bad because. But then they they finally answered the phone and said, "Look, look, I understand, Marshall. We're not mad that you're threatening us. We're, we're, we understand. Look, the banks will be open in ten or fifteen minutes. We're getting dressed. We're tired, but we're coming up there. So they told me they were on their way. I started telling people because you know." It was like, it was like one of the role playing games in the live action games when you're around a whole bunch of people. When you first show up, everybody like almost like Survivor, they pull you aside 
to talk to you, to get to know you a little bit. And then the next group of people or the next person will pull you aside. Everybody was doing that. And it was making me really nervous because some of them were straight up. They wanted to see what you were about. They wanted to see. Yeah, they were, they were straight up. A couple of them, like really like predator kind of straight up. And it might've been because the dude, the white dude scared me. And I was thinking they were all fixing to try to rape me or some shit. (laughs) I mean, cause I've been in a, I've, I've been like in my life, I'd say maybe 34, 35 fights or something like that. Maybe, you know, I, I think I've probably won more than half, but I've had my ass kicked a lot and, and I had no illusions. This is not and, a place you want to get your ass kicked. Right. And this little cell, this monster <laughs> motherfucker. Okay. Wait, I'm not done. The, the best and worst part happened before the fifth time. The fifth time, the fifth time I called was after this happened. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. So that they, they served breakfast. I told yeah. the guard I, I didn't want breakfast because I, I, I didn't want to eat here. It wasn't no big deal. Cool. They said, you have to take it. So I took it and I set it down on the table. Uh, and I went in my, my cell. These motherfuckers got in a fight. And when I went out there, everybody's trays was in the floor. What? Nobody. It's like, I don't know. Because I didn't ask any questions. Because I, <laughs> I went back in my cell. Some Somebody said something like, uh, one of the guards called me and said, is that your tray? And by, that was later. Because I went right back in my cell. I don't know what the fuck happened. There was yelling. There was clanging. Because they were kind of like metal trays. Uh-huh. And it, it wasn't uh, plastic. They might have been plastic. I don't know. I, I heard shuffling. And when I went back, when I went to see what was going on, like maybe three minutes later, everybody's trays, it was a mess. So I don't know if they fought over my tray. I don't, I mean, I don't have any clue still to this day. And it really doesn't bother me that I don't know. I have, I, I don't care. You didn't need to know. It was okay. It was a life saving event that you didn't Dude, pay I've been, attention I've been to the sh- tray. <laughs> I've been shot at three times in my life. I heard a bullet zing past my ear. I was not even this scared <laughs> as I was in this moment. In this yeah, but with a bullet, it's a one-and-done game. This one, uh This could was go a slow, slow cook, yeah. Okay, so I thought I would just sleep my time away. Okay, this little cot <laughs> that was barely big enough for me to fit in, would you believe I did not feel this motherfucker crawl into my cot with me until he put his arm around me? Uh-oh. Dude, I came unglued. Okay, I'm not Mike Tyson. I don't have knockout strength, you know, like one power. Not to a big dude. Like, I hit him maybe four or five times all in the face. Two of them were, like, full full force. And he smirked at me, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, that's the best you got? This is going to be fun. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean... That was like, it must have been like foreplay to him because he didn't fight me back. He didn't grab me. He didn't do nothing. He just sat up and smiled at me. His lip was bleeding. I mean, I hit him a couple of really good times. Man, I called. I was almost crying when I called Pat that time, man. That last time when I said, if I get raped in here, dude, I swear to Christ, I swear, Pat. Because I had to have Pat call my mom on three-way. Because I wanted her. Because I wanted her. Because I didn't ask for money. But I was scared. I thought something might happen to me after that. <laughs> you had a come to so, Jesus moment. For real. I mean, I've been in fights with people. I've been in fights with multiple people. I've been my ass beat down by multiple people. I've, t- I've taken out several people at once. I mean, I've done my, my deeds as far as scrapping when I had to. But it's like, <laughs> this dude, <laughs> God. So then when they said they were on their way and I knew that my... my what, 
my my salvation, whatever. I told dude that I was sorry, that, uh, you know, that kind of just took me off guard and all that other kind of stuff. I told him that I didn't hold no hard will to him. And I started telling people, I said, look, I mean, I've, I've been here before, not here in this p- building before, but I mean, I know how it is. And when I get out, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send y'all, I'm going to send y'all a carton of cigarettes or something. I'm going I'm to take care of y'all because I appreciate, I appreciate the situation that y'all are in and stuff. And I was bullshitting them. And dude, I got, I had one Mexican dude who, I think he said he was from Memphis or right outside of Memphis. He had it wrote, wrote it all down in Spanish because his dad didn't know that he was here. And he wanted me to call him up and say this to him in Spanish. And then, but he was one of the dudes that was eyeballing me and making me feel crazy. And then there was another dude. I got like six phone numbers. Oh, and, they, and just, I, they gave you their, their last will and testament. I got the Mexicans letter, but then I got uh, five other people's numbers. They wanted me to call them and they wanted me to get their, they, it was like addresses and stuff so that I could send them the cigarettes. Oh. So on my way out, they were like, yeah. <clears throat> and I just dropped that shit right. As soon as I went out of sight, I dropped that shit in the trash can. And the, dude looked, the cop looked at me and he was like, man, he was like, you better never come back here, boy. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to go back and tell him that shit. I was like, man, officer, I promise you to God, you will <laughs> never fucking see me again, dude. You will never ever. You won't even. If I even drive through Pike County, I'm going to get out of my car and I'm going to make somebody else drive. <clears throat> and he laughed and he and he laughed. He laughed his ass off. And then the other guy. He, uh, he pulled another guy in there and kind of told him the summary of the story and that kind of stuff. And he was like, oh, yeah, you better not come in here. Don't don't come back. And I was like, this said the same thing. And then he started laughing again. And then the first cop that heard it before started laughing again like it was the first time that he'd ever heard it. Oh, shit. And then I was so nervous. I have diarrhea of the mouth. So I was like, I was like, yeah, this was this was kind of, a, you know, this wasn't so bad, really, other than being freaked out in there. You know what I mean? Y'all were really nice to me. Y'all were really polite to me. I mean, y'all didn't even take my fingerprints or anything. And he was like, what? Oh, no, Marshall. <laughs> the, the dude, you didn't, he didn't take your fingerprints last night? Come over here. I was like, oh. And then the other cops started laughing and stuff. I was like, look, I'm, I'm telling you, when I'm nervous, it's called diarrhea of the mouth. Blah, blah, blah. And I started telling the same story that I always tell when I start rambling and shit. It was, it was, I didn't care, though. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It Every time I've ever had a background check, any of that stuff, it never showed up. So I don't know if they really processed it or if the the time is run out or I mean I don't know. It's never showed up on anything. So uh, I was like, you never you you, you walk away. Like, well, dude, there's been times where I've I've been pulled over by cops just because of uh, I was swerving or something, and they were like, "Do you know why I I pulled you over?" I was like, "Well." I mean, I, I did run a red light back there because I was doing this and doing this. And they were like, really? <laughs> okay, well, let me uh, give you a ticket for that. I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh, dude. <laughs> you can't be in the car with me because you're going to get us both to go to jail. Oh, well, no. I mean, I'm, that's, I guess that's early in my career as far as being stupid. And I guess my career, I should mean life. <laughs> when I was younger, I still have diarrhea of the mouth and I talk, but it's... It's different now. Oh, because like, I, I can play the innocent game and the dopey game. That that is true. See, me on the other hand, I I the only thing I've learned from growing into in neighborhoods that are you know not friendly are that when you see a cop, you shut up. <laughs> you the what is it? What, what did my grandma used to say? She's like, 
the most, the greatest thing anyone ever taught me. She's like that. She's like, you have the remind the the right to remain silent. Fucking use it. <laughs> right. I remember on a Maxwell's house. Fuck. I keep saying this. It might have been the episode that I was on, but he was like, "I'll tell you right now the best advice on dealing with a cop. What you say to a cop? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just don't He's say right. nothing." <laughs> So he's right. But though. I, I have no, he's absolutely 150% right. But I have a hard time doing that when I get real nervous. The thing is, cops don't make me nervous as much anymore because I really don't have anything to hide. You will be edi- editing that out. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'll be editing almost all of it. Oh, I was like, don't get yourself busted. Diarrhea of no, the mouth. Real. No, because it was a, uh, no, I'm just, that's just me and you talking. Uh-huh. Don't worry about, don't know. Oh, uh, don't worry. And I thought since this is the, enter the Alamo show that once you get comfortable, you wouldn't necessarily have to have me as like a co-host, which I'm more than fine with being a co-host. I don't want to make it seem like I'm not. No but, problem. You know, that way that you can maybe interview more or talk to more people in the bad boardy community. No problem, man. I just, I just want to ask one thing after this whole thing gets okayed and cleared and make sure it's not sucking, but you know how on, um, Tell them Steve, Dave, they showed off, like, because they hadn't, they didn't record that week. They showed, um, what say you, or, or like how, what say you has a JV team. So if you ever have like a week, you guys don't record, I can throw it to you. See if you want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> we're every two weeks now. I think we were pretty consistent on that. I'm going to try because we did, uh, are you friends with Shani or follow Shani? Shannon is. Uh, Shani Edge on Twitter. She's a TESD town doll, and she's the uh, ant ambassador that lives in New Jersey that shows all the ants around when they come to see the stash and stuff. Is she the groupie or no? Yeah. No, she's not a TESD groupie. She's um, she's the ant, the ant ambassador. She's the one with the bright fire engine red hair. What's her What's her Twitter Twitter handle? Twitter. Shani, Shani Edge. S H A N N Y E D G E because she's straight edge. She's got lots of tattoos. She's she's really cool. We met up with her. We we spent almost every day with her. Got it. The week that we wait, were there, you, she is. Oh wait, you said straight edge, right? Yeah, she's straight edge. So that means no beer, no wait, no booze, no drugs, no chicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that that describes it. <clears throat> she uh, but she's cool. She uh, she just did a guest. It's like a. We're calling it a short because it was only a half hour. We did a thorough job of roasting Pat and making him feel bad. Oh, that's going to be fun. It Well, see, that's the thing. Because every episode goes through Pat and he listens to it and okays what he does or doesn't like. So Aww. everything that's happening is goes through him. He doesn't mind because he thinks it's so funny. Okay, we were we were in a maybe two miles down the street, the same street that the, the stash is on, there's a church. And around the church is an old cemetery. Well, we noticed that that church is actually older than the entire state of Mississippi where we live in. So we thought that was cool. So we stopped. It was me and Shani and my wife and Pat and uh, Joseph from Twitter. He's Dead Man Rice. Mm-hmm. And his, his uh, fiance, Jessica Rabbit, 75, I think is her name on there. We went, we were looking around and 
Pat's off in the distance and he's using Google and looking at the names on the tombstones and tracking people and seeing who's laying around us, you know, being curious. Jessica Rabbit is taking pictures and stuff. Okay, well, after a minute, she's looking at her pictures and she calls me over. She's like, holy crap, look at this. She thinks she's got a, a ghost on camera. And I'm like, no, he's got that backwards hat. That, that's Pat. She's like, no, Pat's way over here. And I look over there. I'm like, wow, he is over there. Huh. I'm like, Joseph, come here, Joe, come here, look. And he looked at it and he's like, that's Pat. <laughs> and he, she was like, no, Pat's over there. Oh, and so huh. we convinced him. And then we, Stephanie and Shannon, uh, Shani came up and Shani said the same thing. No, that's Pat. Look, that's obviously Pat, blah, blah, blah. And she called it out. Okay. But after that, so we said that he was like a shade or a shadow or something. So Pat called himself the Graveyard Shade. That's his nickname that he gave himself. It's funny. It's poignant. It's pretty cool. But he has been saying, the first episode we did on episode one, he said that he gave himself that nickname. Yeah. But then after that, he was saying Shani gave him that nickname. And he got into the point where, I mean, we don't argue or anything, but <laughs> we were d disagreeing with each other on the podcast and stuff. So I got Shani on. She said, look, I don't remember. I don't remember calling you that, man. I'm sorry. So, and... Uh, Aww. Well, I mean, I told her a couple of days beforehand because I wanted her to try to remember. So on the on the episode where we were talking to her, she says, look, he just wants me to say that I didn't call you the Graveyard Shade. And I was like, that's it. I got the sound clip. That's all I need. It doesn't matter if it's... And they both <laughs> got a kick out of that. That was a funny thing. But uh, so at the end of that episode, I pulled the original clip from the first episode where he told himself, he, I said, so who named you the Graveyard Shade? And he said, Shani named me the graveyard shave. I didn't, I didn't self-brand myself, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, uh, uh, and he goes into that. And then I, at the end of that, I put her clip and she says, I didn't call, I didn't start calling you the graveyard shade, man. And then, and then I put uh... his clip where he originally said, I'm like the graveyard shade. And I said, who gave you that nickname? He said, I did. I thought it was cool. So I did it. And I was like. You know, that's not how nicknames work. And he's like, fuck it. I thought it was cool. It works like that now. That was fucking awesome. And he said, and people will know that the Graveyard Shade knows. And then I talked to Joe today, and he's going to send me a sound clip of him and his girl saying that he made it up himself. But then he said, Joe said that it sounds like something that he, that uh, requires President Kennedy, Kennedy's attention. And I'm like, President Kennedy, wow, was his grave in that in that graveyard? He was like, no, he's dead, and he's a president. So that pretty much makes him the authority on all things graveyard and shade, right? I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I can see that. And um, then he sent send me a sound sample. He does a Kennedy impression. I'd never heard Kennedy speak, so I don't know how spot on it is, but it doesn't sound anything like him. So it... So wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you made this elaborate plan <laughs> just to, to mess, mess with, with Pat. Pat. Well, I wasn't trying to get him to make a skit. I just wanted for him to get on that mic and be like, come on, Pat, you know that you gave yourself that nickname. What's up? That was all I really wanted him to say, but he's <laughs> doing a skit and shit. He's doing a, a Kennedy impression, and he was supposed to send it to me today, and he didn't. But it's like, because <laughs> there was only two points. Because at the end of the, the the end of the short where me and Shani and him talked, he was like, okay, well, I guess this is it. You know, I said, I'm Marshall and this is Shani. And he said, and I'm Pat, a.k.a. the, I guess nothing, shit. <laughs> and we were like, no, man, you're the graveyard shade. It's all good, you know. 
And then Shani, one last one last poke, said, yeah, I mean, it's only right that he took it away because, you know, he, only he can take it away since he's the one who gave it to himself, you know. Uh... <laughs> it was funny. But Pat, he's got a good sense of humor. And after I, I played him the sample clips before, he he laughed really, 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 really hard. So he said, he, even though it makes him look bad, it's very funny. So Keep it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that he knows about the extra two clips that are going to be on it, but he'll learn. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to tell him though if there's a fucking Kennedy skit or something at the end. I mean, I don't know. Well, show it to him right when everything is done and put together, and go like, "Oh, here's the final review before we hand it in." That's what I always do, because I'm half illiterate. So when I make we do something kind of unique, we do a show notes for the episode, like most episodes do, but then we have like personal notes his notes on the episode and then my notes on the episode and it's i don't know i don't know of any any other podcast that do that i'm sure i'm not being unique i'm sure somebody else does that but uh what do you mean by show notes like uh like a topics list like a little summary of the episode like if you go on bad boardy and you go to our episode there's it says the name of the episode and then there's like show notes uh this is the episode where we talk to so and so so and so we talk about this person and we find out why marshall's scared of flies or whatever oh so your synopsis right the synopsis and then under that is it says pat's notes and marshall's notes i'll say something like this is so much fun you know it's so awesome even the editing process isn't a big deal anymore or just you know whatever which since i'm so stupid i send him to him and he has to proofread it and then sometimes he rewords it because i'm like i said remedial i'll just say remedial because that's not offending anybody oh i don't care who it offends but as long as it gets to the point right remember first amendment you can say whatever the hell you want Uh, yeah i know i don't have to just worry about me because somebody's actually hosting my podcasts ah that is true so and i don't think i don't think he gives a fuck but i you know to be respectful is the best thing to do Mm. i mean even the guys at the stash all, all of them individually have told me that i am too respectful except for walt he didn't tell me that but mark ming and mike separate on separate occasions are like look i appreciate it but you're uh you're way too respectful i was like i'm sorry I, i'm you might can break me of that sometime but i was raised this way i know nowadays you earn trust and respect when i when i was raised or the way i was raised was you respect everybody until they prove that they're not worth respecting that is fact. So my mindset is reverse of the way it actually is nowadays so i struggle with that sometimes <laughs> and i really i really dig those dudes so it's like hey at least you can talk to them i get shy and i'll button up so well i mean the first time i met mike I, I couldn't it was like we went to the con we drove to atlanta to meet the comic book man we didn't give a shit about the walker stalker people which i mean it would have been cool but all of our money pretty much went to them i met jeff cober who was uh the role-playing game that I play, Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. Well, I haven't played it in a while, but that I have played a lot. The, where the Squish name came from, the Nosferatu kind of vampire. He, Jeff Kober, who was in The Walking Dead for a season and a half or something, he played a Nosferatu in the, the TV series version of that role-playing game. It was that role-playing game made as a TV show. Nice. It only, it only made one season because the lead actor got killed in an accident. Oof. In, in a motorcycle accident, and that killed the whole series. I understand. And he seemed so... 
He seemed so excited that I knew him from that far back because his assistant, whenever uh, she was like, <clears throat> do you want a photo or a picture? Or we could do this deal for, what did he say, like 40 bucks for a, a photo signed and a picture? I said, great, that'd be awesome. And she's like, which one do you want? You want uh, whatever his name is from The Walking Dead? I'm like, no. Is that Daedalus back there? Because it was like tucked away like it was on the back table. It wasn't even on the front table at all. I was, and that was his character's name. The Nosferatu was Daedalus, like data and then less. I mean, I, they pronounced it as Daedalus, so I, I don't know if it was really something else and I'm mispronouncing it and I heard it wrong, but I was like, is it? And, and she looked at him and he was like, yeah. I was like, that's what I want, man. And he kind of smirked in the picture that we took. He had his arm around me and you could tell he was, he was excited that I was there. He's <laughs> like, you know who I was. Because I, I mean, he was genuine. Like that, that same afternoon, I, I met Jason Momoa again because the day before that, he was walking back and forth to different things, and I was waiting for my wife. She was doing a face-off thing, the TV show Face-Off. Yeah. And uh, there was one, a couple of the guys that were on that show. They were doing like a little seminar, a little how-to make zombie makeup and stuff like that. So I was waiting. So I saw a lot of the Walking Dead people coming, coming and going, and I'm just standing on the back looking at my phone, you know, taking pictures here and there, whatever. Uh, but Jason Momoa, I'm like the only dude in the hallway. Nobody even made eye contact with me except for him. And he had an assistant who was like four foot tall. And she was the loudest, biggest presence anywhere. The first time he walked by, she was like, you know, she was like, back up, move, excuse me, coming through. And I put both hands up and I got up against the, the wall. And I, and I was, you know, and I did like this. And I looked at him like, whoa. And he kind of he kind of laughed and he nodded. And then he came back another time. And she was screaming and stuff, and I, I didn't really pay much attention to her. And he kind of, behind her, she was in front of him, and he looked to me, and he kind of smirked, and he pointed to her, and kind of did like, look at this lady. I was like, yeah, man. And uh, But I didn't I didn't say it out loud, say anything, because I was like, this dude's like acknowledging me. This is strange. I'm... And then a third time he walked by, and I was like, hey, man, uh, would you take a selfie with me? And he jumped in, and I took a selfie with him real quick. So that... The next day after I left Jason Cober or Jeff Cober, I figured that he was cool enough to do that, that I would go on and drop him, drop him the $30 or whatever for the picture. He was so uninterested. Really? That I would, I was there. I mean, he was so cool that first day, the next day. I mean, he, he talked to me and stuff, but he was like, and I was the only one in line too, but he just seemed like that he was just ready to, to get me in and out. Like he was just ready. So. Just wanted to go home. I don't know about wanting to go home. Maybe he was going on a break or something. I don't think so, but but you know I'm I'm six one, two thirty, so I'm not usually like when I see people that are big, they're almost eye contact kind of close. So I figured that I'm kind of when I saw the pictures, this dude's big. This motherfucker is big. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's the guy from uh, what is it, uh, Game of Thrones, ain't yeah, he? And Stargate Atlantis. That's where I saw him from first. Now he's on Red Road, and I still gotta watch that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that at all. Neither have I. I still gotta, I still gotta. Since Pat started giving me a hard time, because my, you know, we're doing a geek podcast, and my, my geeky thing is that I listen to podcasts. So he's, you gotta listen to something else. He keeps up with most of the geek stuff. Like I just watched all of Jessica Jones, and our next podcast will probably be about Jessica Jones. But any good? Oh yeah, I don't usually binge watch stuff, but. I got through it pretty quick. Me and Stephanie both did. I mean, we didn't get through Daredevil. I still haven't seen Daredevil. We got to episode eight, 
And it's really good. We're going to have to go back and watch it. Daredevil Daredevil's something else, man. Like the end of the second episode, maybe the third episode, but I think the second one, it's all one one continuous shot. And it's Daredevil fighting like eight or nine dudes in a hallway in this room to save a little boy or something like that. And it's not, not like a one-hit punches. It's like brutal, brawling. It's if, it, if that, by the second episode, if it doesn't get you by the nuts... You just don't worry about the show. <laughs> so I gotta watch the first episode because <laughs> I haven't seen any of those Marvel shows. That one or the 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 something of Shields, the Agents of Shields. Okay, I just started watching that, and I'm I'm current now. I've watched two seasons or the season, and what that show is well well worth it. That shit is awesome. Is it? We even did a commentary on one episode, but the second episode we did, he had it turned up too much, so basically it's just audio version of the episode and then he turns it down and we talk for the commercials and then so the second one we can't use the first one i don't think i've edited it edited it edited it yet but it's still there oh because for me i know like the show that i was a junkie for and i probably still am is like it's gargoyles the animated series (laughs) yeah i I used to like i used to like that show i own two of the seasons my friend lost my first season disc i'm i'm thinking of excommunicating him as a friend but um yeah i take that seriously and then the other show that i watch over and over and over again is heroes yeah i i I went through that show went through heroes once i gotta watch um what is the new version of it i I was the heroes reborn yeah i haven't seen it yet it's on my dvr i haven't seen it yet either i was like the only person in the country that was like Why'd they cancel Heroes? I want to see what happens next. Yeah. I, no, you're not the only one. It was me, too. Because I was like, right when she jumped off and she landed and she came back up and I'm Claire Bennett, I'm like, what? the world knows now. What's the future? It just, re- it just reminded me of X-Men and stuff. And it's just, uh, I don't oh, know. What, she's an immortal. What, what, what happens? I was like, what happens to Monroe? My favorite character was Hero. I liked Hero in the beginning when he was still like the cute little Japanese nerd. He's like, he's like, he's like oh, it's America. He's like, Peter Pacelli, Peter Pacelli. I'm like, yes. And then Hero becomes cool. And I'm like, no, man. You, where, what happened to the geek? I really dug the uh, the telepath too. The cop. I, f- I don't know their names. I, f- I saw it the whole season. I binged it like three or four years ago. But I, I really dig telepath, telepathy and stuff. That's why I really dig Jessica Jones. Uh, David Tennant, uh-huh. the, I guess he's the 10th Doctor yeah. in Who. I know him. He's he's the he's the villain in it. And he's got mind control. And oh, it's it's gonna, crazy ugly. It's it's Don't don't tell me anymore cuz now I'm going to watch it. You just told me the 10th Doctor is there. I'm in. And he's and he's evil. And he That's ain't, okay. he ain't Doctor Who. He ain't fucking Doctor Who. Even even an evil David oh, he's Tennant a badass. Worth it. Oh, he's a badass. You, you get to see how c- crazy powerful mind control can possibly be. Yeah, I've never, I've never been a telepath person. I've always been an elemental person. Well, that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing. He doesn't have telepathy. He can't read minds. Oh, Ooh. whatever he, whatever he tells people to do, they do. Just impulse control. Uh, it's it's mind control. He's control. Like if he says. I want you to stay in bed and don't move. They will stay in bed and they won't move and they will piss themselves and they will shit themselves until, I mean, they will starve to death. I need to see this show. Dude, it's, it's fucking, it's, I don't want to say it's amazing, 
but it's it's a really good show. This show must be watched. Must be watched. It's like a it's like a, the a female version of Doctor. I mean Daredevil, I guess. Yeah. Because she's a very strong woman. That she's sexually uh, liber not liberated. What's the word? She's um, open. Yeah, she fucks dudes. She's a private eye. Well, I would hope so. She used to be a uh, a superhero with the tights and stuff. But then something happened that you learn in the show, which I won't... If you're going to watch it, I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> Normally, I'm all about some spoilers, but it's so good that I don't want to do that for you. Uh, thank you, sir. But I... Someone someone did that to me once, and I almost took him out. Because the, you remember Smallville, right? The Super Superman show? Yeah, I think I watched every, every episode of Smallville. Yeah, I watched every season of of smallville unless the last season that was airing because i was like all right i'll wait until it comes i'll wait because i had it on dvr so i was like i'll save it until it's all there and i can watch it in one go and i took my mom to church and she's like oh stay with me in church i'm like uh all right well i'll fall asleep in the back like i always do and yeah church is boring it's it's, it's just matter of fact so my mom's talking to somebody and then i'm sleeping in the back and then She's like, oh, don't tell me that, and don't don't say it out loud, because she's like, oh, we're still gonna watch that show later. And he goes like, oh no, this is it's really important. You need to know what happens, because he's like, this is how a super a Smallville ends. And then he said it, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! Didn't she just tell you we didn't want to know? And I stood up and yelled that in church. wasn't It wasn't wasn't smart. It wasn't great. Yeah, that's just a lack of respect there. That's all. It was not. It was just, come on, man. She told you don't tell us. Well, yeah, not, not just on your part, on his part, too. <laughs> don't worry, Jesus will forgive me. It's in, it's, it's in, it's in the contract. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I just remember something. I always, I always tell my, I told my friends, I was like, dude, I want to make my own Bible. And the reason being, it's not that the first, that the original one got it wrong or anything. Probably it did, probably it didn't, don't know. Mine is just, I'm going to add a few things that miss. Like, on the first day, God made buffalo wings and ranch. And ranch. And ranch. Come on. If you're going to make something, you got to make it full. You got to make it full. So he's like, he made buffalo wings and ranch. Second day, he made cable. Third day, he made woman and in all her perfection. Shouldn't it be woman first? It should be woman first, but, but you, like, to... you like chicken wings and ranch and cable TV more than women? No, it's just cable TV and buffalo wings and ranch have been nicer to me than women have ever been. <laughs> so well, what if you. what if she had a ten inch penis? Yeah, then she goes to the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh scary, scary, scary. Oh, but no, I won't. I won't never fuck with you in public on Twitter about it. But oh no, I gotta cool. give you a hard time, man. Oh no, dude, it's perfectly fine. That's wait until people listen to it. It's, it happens. Shit happens. But no, yeah. it's at least at least it's not the cousin one. It's not the cousin one. Yep. Okay. Well, we can save that for another time. Yeah, that one. That one will be like for episode two. That one was uh that. It starts off great. It, it was amazing, and then it ends so. Well, it's it's kind of sad. Depends on how you view it. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's okay. <laughs> that that's just something that'll make people come back for uh, episode two. Yeah, but no, man. I I I'm like women come third. I'm like buffalo wings, cable, 
women, and then video games, and then, like, you know, Stan Lee. And then I was like, yeah, the world is perfect. That's about it. It's about everything. He's like, aren't you missing anything? I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, well, it's, it's like a Bible. Don't you need, like, rules and shit? I'm like, all right, well, um, weed is legal. Like, go forth and, you know, smoke your shit. Do, do your drugs. Go drink. God bless. As long as you don't, you know, go, like, raping each other or anything. That's bad. Rape is bad. But, like, drugs are fine. Prostitution is fine. Sleep with a dude if you want. Sleep with a chick if you want. No biggie. He's like, well, what are you against? I'm like, Green Bay Packer fans. It's one. <coughs> Anybody with cheese on their head. <laughs> yeah, that Packers fans. Um, uh, spoilers. Like, people who who intentionally ruin things for you. Like, just, just douchebags. Oh. Okay, I want to stop you right there. If you're yep. listening to my podcast, Always Bet on Geek. Yeah. Every episode, everything we talk about is spoilers. Oh, really, man? Damn near. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, but you don't do it maliciously. Do you? Do we, you... We're just we're we're just talking. It's not like, hey, motherfucker, uh, <laughs> you know, this is how this ends. But it's like he keeps up with all this stuff that I don't keep up with. So I ask him to tell me about the episodes. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so he he's telling you exactly what's happening. So it's a hundred percent spoilers. But it's us talking geek stuff, us and him helping me stay current, basically. But it's, yeah, 100%. He'll tell you the very beginning, all the way through the middle, to the end. Because that's what I'm asking him to do. And then there was an episode that Stephanie, it was like episode three or four or something. And uh, I got the sound clip, and I play it. I played it at the end of one of them, and I got it handy. It's it's her laughing, saying, if you still complain about spoilers but at this point you're just a big asshole or something like that yeah <clears throat> she's laughing but i mean in the show notes it's just about always says here be spoilers agents of shield when he broke that down to me you know he tells me about because like i quit collecting comics in 2000 and i just started collecting comics again in like 2012 so i have 12 years a 10 year yeah um so that will be it for episode maybe one and two i'm not sure yeah how how, how much this is going to edit uh for welcome to the alamo there you go i'm the uh marshall squishy now sink and i'm alamo at tore off at twitter uh and stop <laughs>